When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, y'all, guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right, the Grolic Saves, saves the, world. the World. That's right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We're getting big. Our worries, our next test has to change. the Grolic Hey, welcome back to The Grolic Saves the World. I'm Andrew Overdahl. I'm Adam Catenhall. My name is Ben Roy. And this is a podcast where we try to better the world around us by maybe bettering ourselves. Yeah. Dubiously Be the change you want to force on the world. Is be that the, how the saying goes? I think it's be the change that I wish to see in you too. Oh, okay. that's how it goes, you <laughs> asshole. I'm trying to fix you guys. <laughs> 17 years too late. <laughs> how are you both doing? What's new? Uh, <laughs> why don't you go first and then I'll... My story is that I'm reaching that age with my son where he's now starting to rebel against his dad. And try to emancipate. Yeah. So so uh, yesterday, uh, I was getting on him about doing his homework that I have to do every afternoon. And he sets his phone down and turns on something he's watching and then does his homework. Uh, he thinks that that somehow bypasses me telling him not to watch television. So he's just watching TV while doing his homework? Yeah. And so I... I do that. Those are yeah, just I know. good study habits. And so I... So I was like, turn it off because I stood in his doorway watching him staring at his phone, not doing his homework. So I turned it off and then I felt bad and I came back and I was like, listen, I know you think I'm being a peckerhead about this. And he just goes, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, you just called me a peckerhead. No, you you called yourself yeah, a peckerhead. You're deny doing it. language traps with your poor son. But he didn't deny it. He said, yeah. Milo, <laughs> do you think I'm being a peckerhead? <laughs> Please, pretty, pretty, please say no. I like how sensitive yet trashy it is. It is. It is. Uh, so he's definitely. You like, set you and him up for failure in that yeah, situation. Yeah, you yeah, knock exactly. on the shower curtain, you use as his door. If I can't get off the chairlift, no one can get off the chairlift. I grab a hold of them and I take them down with me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna employ Andrew's badass mouth guitar skills. I'm gonna go, hey Malcolm, you think your dad's a badass? And then Malcolm trying to shreds as well, and then where he's like, yeah, my dad's a badass. And if you could, yeah, uh, if you could set up that, just yeah. whenever you're, you you're not to. even ready. They it's they learn cool. to hate you. Uh, and Milo, like yeah. he's starting to rebel. I think that's a big point where you rebel against your dad. How old's he? Fourteen. Yeah, he'll be fifteen in March. Oh, that's when it really starts. Yeah, yeah, fifteen. The, the learner's permit rebellion. Yeah, exactly. Because he's like, I'm so close to freedom. But uh, yeah, so it's it's a new development, and I'm enjoying it because I can't wait till he tests me to the point where I get to be like, go ahead, go ahead. Because I'm insane. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not healthy. A real uh, George H.W.W. <laughs> situation. Yeah. Like, like a bare knuckle on the front lawn type of fucking thing. Right in, in 
Kennebunkport, Maine, right <laughs> on. You're like, get into my guard. Get into my guard, Milo. <laughs> you're just laying in the grass in your gi. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I wouldn't pull guard with a guy that size. I And I'm just being honest. I'd go after his legs. Because of my, it was pull guard. What does that even mean? Don't okay, know. don't worry about okay. it. My aunt, Andrew doesn't know either. He's just saying things. Oh, oh saying. I know. And it's, it's in England when you try to make the guard like flinch or anything like no, that. No, and no, they're no, not no, allowed no, to. No, 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 it's called yeah. pulling guard. Right? Yeah. It's when you give a hand job to a beef eater. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. God. <laughs> and they can't flinch or let on they're enjoying it. They just got to take it what are you, professionally, what? stoically for the crown. So you went to the Buckingham crown. Palace. Did you pull guard? <laughs> I pulled guard at Buckingham Palace, and all I got was this lousy shirt. Mine was more of a mouth guard. <laughs> <laughs> I mouth guard. You mouth guard. And the dude didn't fucking break. <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. Those yeah. dudes are, yeah, you got to yeah. go to some sort of academy <laughs> to learn those stoic <laughs> skills. <laughs> well, I, I, I went to the Vatican and I Swiss guard. Oh, you did? <laughs> you Swiss guard. That's where you come from behind <laughs> in a garish yellow outfit. Um, okay. Well, um, <laughs> well, listen, this is going to date the podcast. What? That's fine. But I don't care. Like I said before, no one I'm, breaking for doing down, this live. I'm breaking down the fourth podcast wall and I'm revealing to our listener that we banked these. We and, made a and bunch this could of be them. from months ago. We so, started four years ago. I don't know when you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm how... worried Trump's going to get elected. <laughs> I'm terrified about it. I'm terrified about it. Thanksgiving got me thinking about this week's challenge. Because we did the thing at my Thanksgiving. Eating as much turkey as we can, and then we punch each other in the stomach. Nope, but we went around the table and did what we're grateful for. It's classic. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. You did it at your meal? We did it at the meal. In and front I, of your in-laws? I found it hacky it and is. trite and, and just like, come on, this is the obvious thing. But what did everybody say? Like, was it the typical like family? I'm and ever, I'm so thankful we're all meal. here. And That's kind of what I hate about Thanksgiving. It's, it's, just is the it's the like the most American BS. holiday where it's like, on this day we overeat even more than we normally overeat. Like the day before Thanksgiving, I ate an entire pepperoni pizza that I folded in half like a sandwich. <laughs> like that should also be like guys. We'd like to welcome Kyle Kinane to the just podcast. Like, <laughs> <was> Kyle Kinane. <laughs> Over here is joined yeah. us. We should have announced we got a guest <laughs> on the podcast. And yeah. pizza like pizza. a sandwich. No. And uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> fell asleep in my Jeep. Uh, rolled it backwards into the river. Uh, <laughs> I like Kyle. He's got fun stories. myself off. Came up out of it. Kyle eats really well these days. Actually, he's toured no the Hormel Chili Plant afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, but it's like such a funny American thing. It's like, and then we celebrate how thankful we are with this feast. It's like, yeah, you're feasting like yeah. every day. And then to sit around and say what you're that... thankful for, you should be thankful every day that you well, have. Well, it, it is nice to be thankful and recognize it, but it just felt, it feels a little hollow when you're doing this like TV moment going around the table and everyone's like, my, that you're all here, that we're here. And I'm just, I like, feel this like is the Thanksgiving much. meal should be like rice and beans, unseasoned Whoa. rice and beans, or like the, like the shit that they airdrop on like war torn regions, like just. The worst, just like flavorless fucking pop tarts, like shit. So you could be like, "Wow, I'm so thankful I don't have to eat this like all the time." <laughs> I agree. And a, a man should come in your house and cut you a little bit with a knife, and you're grateful that that doesn't happen every day. This man just keeps kind of coming in every hour and just like. Shh, 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 shh. Just giving you a couple of them. What is wrong with you? <laughs> 
So UN rations. <laughs> man cuts you. Man cuts you. I didn't say the man cuts you. That was your what thing. What else, Ben? How else? Jerry Maguire. <laughs> uh, Jerry Maguire on a constant loop at Andrew's house. I'm so thankful I don't have to watch this every day. No, I. it's my favorite of the holidays because to me it... And I'm different. I listen. Every culture has feasting holidays. That's just uh, ubiquitous on Earth. Although most don't have food all the time, right? So it's a, it's a it does feel silly to have a feasting holiday, as you said, when we're folding pepperoni pizzas on the reg. <laughs> I doubt that's the first time. I doubt that oh, was the first time oh, in honey. the kitchen. <laughs> oh, honey, <laughs> where you were like, this can be folded to get into my mouth quicker. Yeah. Um, just the roof of his mouth so burnt. Oh, yeah, he's still going it's at got it. Got very scratched. But up. it just feels like when you have people Captain together, yeah. and if it's friends especially, and you're like, everybody just contribute a dish, come over. Yeah, we all just sit around and the hang friendsgiving out. is the way to go. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, but the hallmarky like, what am I thankful for? I mean, it's nice, but it there's a level of bullshit about it. So I thought that this challenge, what might be better to do, is something that my wife does every single night. She so, okay. Let me guess. <laughs> no, no, it's no, not no, what you think. What it is in where she um, is that? <laughs> what I is he doing? I know he's, he's making some sort of sexual. No, what, what, yeah, but oh, what was it? It was like innuendo. Yeah. I want to know what the innuendo was. No, it's no. like Life, a... uh, has tea. <laughs> Has uh, tea. But no, there was also like a weird little like hand thing. motion. Yeah, yeah, like he's she, like a baggage handler back in the she, cart in you know, <laughs> to the plane. What are you doing over here? <laughs> she emails a friend of hers. <laughs> and, yeah, and they three things over email that she's grateful for. Oh, okay. She does that with the friend, and they've done it for years. And it's every a, day, every night before she goes to sleep, she's like, "I got to do my gratitudes." And she sends them to her friend, and it's, she has two friends she does this with, and I think it's just her way of being appreciative. But I was asking her why she does it because I thought of it for this challenge, and she said she does it to be appreciative of things, but also to sort of like you can often pull yourself out of a shitty day, sort of by being like, well, even with the shit, I, I appreciated this moment today, right, right, um, right, right. And she told, and I said, well, do you every day? She's like, a lot of them are, are you and Malcolm, but it's you find yourself being appreciative for small things like a person holding, letting you in in traffic is like a nice thing. You I know? could like, see that if you're constantly, if you know you have to do this that right. night, you may keep your eyes open exactly. throughout the day. Exactly. It's still saccharine and kind of sucks. Yeah. But I, but, but maybe it's that's more original. just a cynic in me. I mean, I'm a cynic as well, big time, but it's more original than the Thanksgiving around the table I'm grateful for you in this moment, bullshit. And it's always, yeah, like, I'm grateful that we could come together as a family. Right. Ob- obligatorily. <laughs> <laughs> because exactly. we would guilt trip one another if we didn't. And the calendar says to. And I it's love funny. my family. I'm happy it's to funny, be there with uh, them. But the yeah, obligat- you're a big family the obligat- person. And, I am. Yeah. So I, I feel um, like I'm coming off as anti-family, but uh, the obligatory Adam nature is. of it is what bothers me, I think. We've never done that. My family uh, has never like sat and said what we're thankful for. I can't imagine getting a gratitude letter from, even though my parents, my dad, you know, I mean, they're loving people. Mm-hmm. They'll say, I'm proud of you. And I, you know, I love them to death, but I just, I feel like being around them. This is going to be a, a tough one, like trying to find the, you know, I'm just not good at that. <laughs> uh, but I, like, I don't know why. I just thought that it's cool that Katie does this, especially in juxtaposition to the forced holiday moment of giving gratitude. It's it's very 
and I don't mean this in a negative way. It's very Katie-like. Your wife is a very sweet, thoughtful. That can sound negative when I say Katie-like. It's yeah, very, yeah. Like, it does uh, sound a little weird. Yeah, but no, but it's very much, you know, like your wife, she's very, like, thoughtful. Like, well, and uh, I also think for her it's a way of choosing positivity. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, well, it's, you it's, it's a your... self-helpy thing, and that's yeah. what this podcast is. Yeah, yeah. I did a version of this. I put a long list on my fridge, and it was like a thanks list. And that, every really? day I, I tried to write something on there. So I'd write my dogs, and I would write Amelia, and I wrote board games and at the time i was dating this woman and then i put her name on her and then she came over to visit and she saw her name on <laughs> she the was list. after board and games yes yeah, she was under board games like seventh <laughs> on the list and it brewed a, a, a heavyweight battle of fighting that's amazing uh, i was like i just as things come to me i put it on the i list. literally put a list of things i'm grateful on and you don't like the order yeah so that backfired okay it's well, bizarre that she wasn't higher on the list it just it was I just an she should in be the happy moment to be on thing. the list it's it was just, an yeah. in the moment thing it was but if you know he's doing it daily and he's like Hmm, I got to think of a new one today. Board games. Nah, I'm Team Andrew on this one. You're <laughs> it was an idiot. Just, you're dumb. Go, you're I was stupid. like, hey, you're on the list. I the rankings. You, you are a dumb man. <laughs> At least you're on the list. You know. Right, I agree. In hindsight, I should have taken the list down before she came over. But you yeah, know, live and learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should you should make a new list that says I'm thankful I don't have a list on my fridge anymore. There was also another. <laughs> thankful list. I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Still got my board games. Yeah. I like to put my dick in that now. I'm just picturing right next to it. What Andrew didn't let us know is that right next to it, there was a list that said women to date, and she was one, and it was crossed off. Yeah, and that, that also backfired. Yeah. I thought, you know, it, <laughs> it's romantic. You were on my list of top 50 women to date. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, well, this so is I think, so, I think so, okay, the challenge okay. is that we th- just what my wife does every day for a week we think of three things that were great gratitude gratitudes we write them down cue the beastie boy song that's and- a great baseline <laughs> <laughs> let's make a, a rule for this as well these should be they, sh- they, they should be, be very broad they should be creative yes let's, let's I don't get- want to hear family I don't want to hear about your kids uh, agree, agree. I don't the- want to hear about your wives if it's a Thanksgiving platitude thank you Toss it out. Yes, you get whacked we all with know the spatula. Because you better grateful. be thankful I'm for I'm grateful that for shit. all those things. Yeah. And and I, I hope my family knows it, but like these are more obscure, small things that you noticed and were grateful for. And right. I my hope is that personally, it makes me slow down and, and like be in the moment of like, that was cool. I get it. I, I'm not anxious. I think, like, I that, think, that was cool. I, I can get behind this challenge if we agree it's not those like... It can't the, be the, right. Yeah, the, and I think the, what will be cool about it is seeing what it is that you actually stopped and paused and thought about and did for you. It's just kind of seeing yep. what our brains pick right. up. Okay, so, so we email that, each other three a night. Well, but I wonder or text each other three. Here's a night. my thing, and I thought about this: if we text or email each other, it's going to turn into jokes because okay. any text chain we have inevitably gets funny. Funny. Any email chain, one of us will be like, "I'm grateful for that jerk sesh I just had." It'll be. It'll be less sincere. But what happens if it is a jerk sesh that I'm... Then I want it sincerely presented after a week okay. rather than in an email form. So I think we should just come maybe with our top 10 that we found most interesting like in a oh, week. Oh, so we don't share them. We nightly. don't share them because I just feel like inevitably that will turn into like us being smart asses and, and joking around. And this show is not about that. I really... For I, the challenge, <laughs> it isn't. I'm just I, I think what we do is you, you can do and it in a journal... On a piece of paper. Andrew, I'm tired. You know, this guy's been giving me sass all episode. I, I'm fine if you, and if I'm you hit it. I'm thankful for it. 
Okay, so um, oh, here's what I think. Really here's my, my proposal. Uh, we do. We just write them down. I think you just write the the day and yeah. the date, and then you write your three. Yeah, and you and we can bring them in. Yeah, pull up your Google calendar, jot them down in the calendar. I don't know what this will do for us. It seems to, my wife seems to really enjoy it. I like I said, I hope it causes one to slow down. I we, liked it when I had the list on my fridge. I thought it was like a positive exercise. It sounds like until it backfired shit, on me. It sounds like new agey self helpy stuff. It's always but, good to be. But thankful some of that things. stuff is is good for a reason because it is that. And I feel like as Americans, we're like the least grateful Not culture. All, on I Earth. get what you're saying. I've been perineum sunning, so I've been tanning my perineum. Uh, perineum is, is that what is that? What a my that's the, the uh, that's the grandal. This is an article in like the. Oh yeah, I saw that. Was yeah, that I've been sunning. Oh man, I can shoot further than I've shot in a long time. Oh, my God. And I don't know if it's the heat and they want to get out of there, but it's really. <laughs> what is this? Where is this even coming? From? So I'm saying not all new agey stuff is bad. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, that's where you Got were going. It. Got it. And my rectum now. There's a, a real hue. There's a good tone there's gradation. A deep ochre, yeah, like a, maybe a sienna. <laughs> but what I'm worried about is that it's going to damage the tattoo. <laughs> You're going for walnut, though. You're going for a I'm walnut stain on there. I could get the walnut. You're so gross. Well, that's something you can be grateful for. That's first on the list. Ben. Yeah. Okay. So you know, he, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna go away on our break, uh, and we're gonna do every day write three things that we're grateful for. They are not going to be overly platitude type, right, right. like cliche garbage. We're right. going to really try to be specific. And then we're going to come back uh, after the break when through the magic of podcasting. And we're going to share some of our observations that we had. Our and, top gratitudes. Yeah. And, top and, gratitudes. And, and top, top 10. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And talk about uh, whether or not we actually noticed any difference. Right. Uh, in the meantime, why don't we do this? The last Saturday of every month, Denver, Colorado, the the amazing world-renowned Bug Theater. Uh, we do our live show. Wait a minute. Are you saying you have a clip of live comedy? Really? I would love to. I, You're going to play it now? It. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Well, why don't we do this? Let's cut to some live comedy. I love live comedy. Hey. Do you love the Grolic Saves the World, but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, <laughs> kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to have fun. Look. I'm, I'm here to giggle and wiggle, all right? Not in that order. Uh, when in doubt, rhyme it out. That's what I say. That's a, that's a hot trick for comedy, all right? Another thing, pretending you're in a Dickens play. You boy, what day is it, huh? You don't know the day? What's the matter with you? She knew the day, she's whispering. Ladies love to whisper. Went to Europe with my wife who's a total smoking hot babe, all right? Yeah, they've seen the webcam, they know about it, all right? We need the tokens, med school's expensive. I'm married, I'm married to a banging doctor 
Uh, yeah, it's not good. We go to the beach, she looks like my handler. You know what I mean? It's like, they're not married. She's just here to make sure he doesn't eat too many birds. Oh yeah. Whatever, she's not around. He just starts digging holes, you know? God. Went to a nude beach in Spain. She dumped him. She dumped him fat, all right? She's got a big old fat stack of natties, this gal. God damn, uh-huh. She was, she was plopping right there at the beach. You know, it's fun to see an old perv look at your wife's tits and like look over the sunglasses like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Just uh, a little bit of save Ferris, just a little bit of that. That's a fun thing. That's like, hey brother, game respects game. But you know what's a good time? Four 11 year olds circling her nude tits. That's what, that's how you know you're married to a pair of bazongas. You're just literally like a flock of horny birds. They would just, how many popsicles do you need, Emilio? What are you doing? Does little Emil have a calcium issue? They were just circling, pointing. It was great to watch a child get his first boner at your wife's rack. Now that. Uh, that was Sam Talent, Denver Treasure, Sammy T. So funny. Yeah. He, he's the best. He came but, right from the airport. He was deranged. He was yeah. so tired. But that's he like. Hopped right up and That's did it. prime Sam Talent. Yeah, that's that's what, how you yeah, want him. That is how you want him. Right? Wrangle him directly from the airport. Delusional. Put a microphone <laughs> yeah. right in front of him. Hasn't mouth. slept in 78 hours. Go, go. So funny. <laughs> so good. Andrew, yeah. this is the second half. Start, start the music. Dude, I love this song. Yeah. So good at he it, is. too. Thanks. It's like a it's hard heavy to do that sound. fuzz distortion yeah, on it. I probably could have done better. Ah, uh, dude. Don't Take two? sell yourself short. No, that, that was good, man. All right. that, that was really good. <laughs> really fucking good. Yeah. It's, well, uh, we took a, a gratitude later. break. Magic of podcasting. I call them gratitudies now. Yeah, you call them... You, we, you we, call we them tooties? I asked or? Ben <laughs> how his gratitudies were coming, and he's like, I don't call them that. Yeah, well, I didn't know what you were talking about at You first. knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> what else could gratitudes possibly mean? I had totally forgot about it, and I would prefer we uh, we not ever call it It's that, a Nickelodeon so. cartoon, gratitudes. <laughs> the gratitudes. The gratitudes. Mm-hmm. They um, live in a bush. Gratitudes! Again, no, always, it is always cadence the... <laughs> when we go to any song. Yeah. We have to I feel like you... Out. <laughs> You're the songwriter <laughs> yeah. of the group, and it's always this but fucking... But I do every... Gratitude hit! <laughs> it's like the oh, Michael Scott of improv, but for music. <laughs> right. He makes the same choice yeah. every time. Yeah. It is a good choice, though. It's a, it's a great choice. <laughs> this <laughs> challenge was hard for me, and I thought it'd be so easy. Really? I was like, this is an easy one. This is like a softball. Why was it hard for you? Easy choice. I guess I just had a really cynical week. It'd be time to make my... List of gratitudes, and I would just—I don't know—was just like, feeling. Fuck this! Yeah, I kind of had to like really do the the work to make myself do it's it. It's kind of like I was thinking comedy. You know, it's way easier when you're starting comedy to just get up there and complain about shit and be like, "I'm mad about this. I hate this." And then at some point, hopefully, as a comic, you have a shift where you're like, "I'm going to talk about stuff that I like a little bit on stage," because otherwise, you're just this ranting comic. Yeah, I actually found it to be easy and i found that i would forget about it until the last minute right before you go to bed right yeah and then it would cause me for the last few minutes just i hate even saying this because it feels 
to to think about the good things. They do, and, man. No, no, I don't. Things like, sound cheesy. It's it's cheesy, but like it is fucking cheesy. It's only cheesy because it's become cliche, and it's only cliche because it works. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I, <laughs> this is part of Adam's. This is part of Adam's seminar. It's only cliche because it works. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, we had talked about bringing some of our favorites to the table, yes. our top ones, things that really we think stuck out to us uh, out of the lists. Andrew um, actually went to the to the to the effort of doing a top three. You made your top three, right? I thought we were supposed to make a top. None three. of us knew the rules. Yeah, <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm I made with the rule. Like top three. three. Yeah, days. why don't we each give our top three? Yeah, unless yeah, you've got a scintillating number four. Oh, these are so good. You're gonna find out that I'm a one poet. of mine was potentially one of mine on the list was I'm. Thankful I'm going to get to give four ideas mm-hmm. at well, this. Then, right, you're, <laughs> right, then can have a fourth. Jesus Christ. Should we do one, two? Like, it's cool that you were laying there before bed with your cup of tea. <laughs> See, he was in a salty mood this week. You, should, you, you, you can bring a gripes list. Instead of gratitude, you can bring your gripes. That doesn't sound like it would improve. That's what you do myself. every time we hang out anyway. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey this, isn't, this isn't about being mean. <laughs> okay, so right, why don't start you start? Gratitude-y. Yeah. All right. Uh, I worry that mine might seem cliche. Well, you'll hear are... it if it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're gonna make fun of you, you fucking dork. All right, let's do it. What's your first All one? All right, uh, my first one, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. At face value... <laughs> It would seem like I'm, I'm, it's. <laughs> Will you stop apologizing and tell just, us what yeah, you're grateful just, for? No, because you have it. these like predatory looks. It's like not we don't like have, we don't sharing. Have spatulas in our hands. It's not, you have your verbal spatulas oh, in your hands. You're God. ready. Well, only because I'm about ready to flip over this awesome intellectual omelet I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> Got to crack a few eggs. <laughs> it's, it's only a cliche because it works. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting it? Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, my my number one. Uh, they're not in any order of the top. Oh three. my god! Uh, preamble with this guy. I'm on the edge of my fucking I'm seat. Grateful. You wrote this, Ben. Frank. Well, now that I'm saying it, I'm like, this sounds pretty ridiculous. I'm grateful that. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, that long, 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 long ago, dogs and people became friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. That is so good. At face value, it'd be like, I'm grateful that we have dogs and people like dogs. But that is pretty weird. I can't think of any other animal that people have teamed up with on the same level as dogs where it's like, oh, I've got this companion. I think of them as like my friend, you know, and we kind kind of communicate or whatever. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's it's getting the origin of why you like dogs and you're appreciating your dogs and that's nice. And I uh, I read an article. It was like the cynical article that explained that dogs are actually just a parasite. And was yeah. it written, was it written by Ben Roy? <laughs> no. They are. Yeah. They, that sounds like they, something they, he'd they come at the, us with. Dogs dogs oh, became. Here we, go. here we go. Just hear me out. I've Malcolm. read the article. I've read it's the article. It's when humans started accumulating trash. Because we went from hunter gatherer to to an agrarian lifestyle, we started stockpiling. For food. what it's worth, I never stopped hunting. And there was red. <laughs> and here we go again with this paleo what? diet bullshit. It doesn't count. It's did. Not, I didn't. It doesn't listen. count getting out of Whole Foods. Been, you've been sick almost every week. I'm since fine. Then. <laughs> I'll find some. You can't meat eat soon. that much dried. I'll meat. I'll find some meat soon. 
<laughs> He's got bone broth in that goddamn water bottle. <laughs> you um, can't keep drinking squirrel bone broth. Enjoy your <laughs> beans and lettuce. But if you're going to be that there. cynical, I will say, if you're going to be that cynical to think of dogs as a parasite, then you should just go ahead and be that cynical and think of your fellow friends as parasites in your life, your family members as parasites in your life. By that, by that definition of like sure, they're getting except something. that doesn't really make any sense because we're the same species and we rely on them for mating. Um, you know what's funny about that argument, Andrew, <laughs> is that if humans are born and they don't have contact with another dog, they don't become <laughs> like uh, malnourished and underweight and underdeveloped. But if they don't get the touch of another human being, that does happen. We are 100% integral to the survival of each other. We're not dogs. Dogs survive off us. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That's been, that's that's been your We're not your dogs. gratitude. <laughs> that's been your <laughs> neighborhood asshole. community college anthropology <laughs> course. <laughs> You no need to attend tomorrow. That's the lesson. All right. That's so you're happy the dogs and the humans became friends. I think that's nice. All right, Ben. How about you? What's your first one? My first one, it feels so stupid. But I'm I'm happy for dry socks after having worn wet shoes for most <laughs> most of the day. I hate that it's I It's so charming. It is charming. No, Ben's it's... above tree line. He's 10,000 feet up in the mountains and he's no, kind of hoofing around. It's been it, we got these the snow and I wear low top vans. How long have I you left. lived in Colorado? Jesus. I but I left for a while and I don't like wearing <laughs> boots. I don't I just like to wear shoes. And uh, the other day, they got so wet. I did that thing where you step off the curb, but you step right into, like, slush and shit. <laughs> and it got all the way up to my ankles and my pants. And that, But I had the somewhere to go. The opening credits of your sitcom? Yeah. yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> sitcom. Warm socks for wet shoes. Yeah. No, yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> it's on CBS. All it right. is. You weren't supposed to. We're in pilot <laughs> phase right now, don't you? know this is delicate. It's on the Hallmark Channel. Ben signed post-protest, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I, I had to wear this wet shoe around for the whole day, and my feet get, like... Irritated, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 it's, it's terrible. Bad for you. It's bad for you. You know, no, no just ever... throwing this out there. You could have a pair of boots that you wear for inclement weather, and then put your Vans back <laughs> this on. This is a, when it's a like stunning van revelation. Weather. Yeah, I don't like yeah. wearing boots either, but I. Have I could them. also be a fucking nerd, but I look cool as. Every, all the, the nerds wear boots <laughs> in appropriate weather. Dork! Slush, slush. <laughs> You're just walking out with your fucked up... Yeah. Snowballs. Fucked up Vietnam War feet. Uh, <laughs> I did get like this trench foot type thing for the day, but there is nothing better than taking your foot out of that and taking your foot out of a wet sock. Okay. And I'm just grateful to have like a clean pair of socks to pull on. And it was, I made a noise and it was just <laughs> enjoyable. And I know it's silly and like, but I, I, I was trying to aim for the minutiae of things. No, that I, I don't love think that. About. That's, that's, I love and, that. And so I was grateful for dry socks. Man, if I, like I often say, there's nothing better than a brand new pair of socks. If oh. I had infinite money, I would wear socks once and throw oh, them away. Like Steve Jobs of socks. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, my first one plays off of your storm. I found that a lot of mine made me appreciate Denver more, the, okay. s- the city where I live more. As if anybody had any question of whether or not you no, appreciate it. No, but I often, it. like lately especially, I'm getting fed up. It's like the growth. I, I bitch about Denver more than embrace it these days. But with that storm, in Denver, when this when there's a storm coming, you can smell it because it blows in the smell 
from the stockyards up north, yep. or sometimes cow, it blows in the smell, smell from the dog food factory. <laughs> uh, either so, way, it's delicious. Either, but you know, a storm's <laughs> coming when that like horrible smell yeah. drifts in. I like that yeah, there's the some weather sommelier who can really tell, like, up, oh, not that low pressure. That's more dog well, but, food than cow shit. <laughs> but I can. I, I wanted to get into that because it's like, which one's which? Like, if it's dog food, which it, me- it means it's coming from Commerce City. If it's if it's cow shit, it's coming from Greeley. I don't know. I don't understand yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to want to put that in your real estate list. It smells like <laughs> irony or hypocrisy. It's coming from Colorado Springs. Uh, ah, the regional burn. Junk on Colorado a, Springs. More of a bullshit <laughs> storm. The armpit of Colorado. <laughs> so anyway, I'm grateful for that because it's kind of this like simple prairie thing that we still have in, in 2019 with as crazy as our lives are. It's, it's still you stop and you're like, Ugh, smells like a it's storm's still, coming it's in. It's still a cow town. It's still a cow town. As big as it gets, you I, still... And, and and if you're from here, you kind of know what that is. I'm sure the t- 19-year-old on the scooter downstairs is like, smells weird, and like crashes into a building. <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, we can only hope. <laughs> but when you take your time, you're like, oh man, I think a storm's coming, and then you watch it come in, and it's just, I like that. It's small town Denver, and Yeah, I, I like that. No, that is, that's a very uh, astute, simple observation of the city something that it does that we all forget about Uh, yeah it is cool being able to and i learned this when i was bike messaging kind of just being able to tell weather just by like paying attention to the world instead of using like a phone or an app you can just be like it feels cool on like an instinctual level. My belly button turns from an innie to an outie when the barometric <laughs> pressure gets too Boink! low. That's because you're full of cinnamon rolls. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a storm coming in now. <laughs> Boink! Look at him. There it is. Oh, Adorable. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> oh, it hurts? That's yeah, it's not, not good. good. You should probably oh, see a doctor about your weather system bowels. <laughs> uh, that your, is a your, good one. Your right, pres- I forgot about Your okay, pressurized bowels. <laughs> Andrew, okay. it's time for your second I have. One. I actually just called an audible and i'm moving up a minutia one because uh, i just remembered it when you're talking about this i saw so, so there's a lot of homeless people in my neighborhood it's it's very dispiriting I, I see a lot of homeless people but the other day i saw this homeless guy with a cart remember when you were a little kid and maybe you do this as an adult sometimes i do this as an adult and you're pushing your cart you give it a couple good pushes and then you jump onto that oh, bottom rail fuck yeah you just go for a ride absolutely you know? it's it's fun I'll do it that feels in the good parking lot to the yeah. grocery store still i do it with amelia amelia stands on it i push it and i and i shoot us both down that's just costco fun. it's just fun this homeless dude had a cart laden full of shit saw him do that in a parking lot gave it a couple pushes and then he and then was just like it. on for the ride, and it like it made me like so weirdly happy that this guy even and I mean it can't be, I I know firsthand it can't it can't be easy but it, snowy cold Colorado winter homeless dude in the midst of it he's still like still having fun still has a, that it, that that brief moment where he's like I'll go for a ride because in my it's kid like we've loved that since we were fucking kids like yeah. doing that is the best that's but, beautiful i love that that's like that should be a scene in a movie or something that's yeah, great yeah i remember doing it once in a in a supermarket <laughs> with the cart full of groceries i vividly remember this and tipping it all the way back <laughs> like it fell and it came over oh, the top yeah. and it spilled everything and my dad standing in the middle of the supermarket <laughs> laughing hysterically yeah. at it. i love that i would be very grateful if i saw that homeless person <laughs> yeah fun riding their cart somebody just reminds you that that person was a normal kid at one point who 
probably did that going it's, to the grocery store. It's a universal. Store. It's a universal thing. It's a moment of light in a probably pretty dark existence for that person currently. It's nice. Yeah. Um, I'm. This is a hard one. I'm uh, grateful on a rainy day. I'm sorry, no, sorry, I'm, I'm grateful to, to have witnessed petty theft that I <laughs> I found so oddly pleasing. Petty theft. I'm grateful. What'd you, what'd you witness? So about a week and a half ago, <laughs> I was walking into King Supers to the grocery store. There was a car with its door open, and there was a woman sitting with the door open. It's winter, and she's, you know, they, they look like they don't have a lot of money. The car's beat up. The door's open. She's kind of disheveled, and there's a young little kid in the back seat with his arm around the armrest, like hugging the back of it, talking to her. She's just smoking a cigarette. Good and there's a plane going by, and she goes, look at that. I, it looks like it just took off from the airport. It's taking off, and it's going up. Look at And he's like, wow. And the little kid is like, where do you think it's going? And I'm not joking. It was like a novel. She's like, who knows? Could be going anywhere. <laughs> and then she stood up and walked across the parking lot to the front of the store, put her arm through three of the wreaths that are outside that you have to buy, and then walked back to the car without paying for them. And I just stood there and laughed. And I was like, Where that- do we live? Buffalo, New York? <laughs> That's Where do we amazing. Live? That's like amazing. One of those stories where I was almost like, Should I? S- Nah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a Christmas miracle. You yeah, don't st- you don't get in the way of that. But it was like this moment where I was seeing the flashback, like in an indie movie where a guy is remembering yeah, exactly. his childhood exactly. with his eccentric mother. That's amazing. And he's like, my mom stole wreaths. What's the resale value on wreaths? But I saw this woman. <laughs> it was the most poetic moment. I honestly thought it was when he when the kid goes, Where do you think it's going? And she goes, I don't know. It could be going anywhere. I almost like, let out like a <laughs> like a guffaw. Like, come on, that's hack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I it's mean? Too like, perfect. It's too perfect. Yeah. And then as I was sitting in the car, because I, I who knows planes go the, all sorts of places these days. So I got back to the car and I was sitting there and I just watch her as she's she's very slow and just slunk her arm through a bunch of them and looked around and then walked with an arm full of wreaths back to the car. And I was like, no, fuck man. yes. God so, anyway, bless us, everyone. everyone. <laughs> I'm grateful for that. That's great. Okay, I was going to the gym and there was a dude on the corner flying a sign, like flipping a sign oh, around. Yeah. And he was he had brightly colored dreadlocks and he looked like a tweaker. And I happened to stop at the red light there. No, sorry, just to clarify, is this someone with an advertising sign? Yes. It's not okay. a homeless person I with died, a sign. Yeah. It's right. some and kid they're paying yeah, okay. with a big, like, move into this uh, giant gotcha. condo unit. Right. And I think sign. we should use the politically correct term for tweaker, which is SoundCloud rapper. That's what you just <laughs> described. He's a SoundCloud rapper. Okay. Yeah. And so I stopped at the intersection and watched this guy, and he was like doing all these very clubby dance moves, and like literally at one point getting on one hand and kicking his feet up into the air, just going Whoa. for it. And I might I went from annoyed to delighted <laughs> in the course of one like red light change. And then I went up, and it was right outside the gym, so I went up to the gym, worked out, and watched him for an hour, and he did not 
take his foot off the fucking gas. I don't know if he was on drugs or what, but I, I, one of the reasons I brought it up is because I filmed it for our Patreon. It is the most incredible. Uh, he's high on mattress sale, bud. Right. You don't get I mean, he very He believes well. in the message. He's, <laughs> these condos. I've seen him several days in a row now, and I think, I mean, he could very well be on drugs, but it was out. Or God. Fun. Or he just Two of them do the same thing. Or he just, uh, maybe it's a, a workout. For it's him. the hands down the best. I'll show, I you, saw guys. The, I'll show you guys afterwards. It's hands down the best. I saw the Russian doll of that in my neighborhood. I saw a guy doing the sign advertising, busting those crazy moves. Guess what he was advertising? A sign flipping business. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, mind, that's the Ouroboros, not our jujitsu. Exploded. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I like the picture we're painting of Denver, where the <laughs> where the cow shit dog food factory washes over the wreath stealing uh, piece of shit. <laughs> See, the city hasn't changed that. The Whoa, hobo rides dude, his cart. He- as for the real, tweaker goes like for it. Yeah. That guy's like the Eddie from Tekken of sign flipping. Unreal. He this does like, like a one-handed cartwheel in the like middle of it. It's like his own self-defense. And, like, and the way his dreadlocks are, it looks like a court jester hat. They go off in every I'm different direction. Dude, intentional. He's that Holy into shit. it. If you want to see this guy, I took multiple videos. <laughs> we'll post it on the Patreon. And I have a genuine... And if anyone knows this guy, we'd like to chat with we'd, him. He could be our first guest. But also... I'm curious now, and if anyone, and if any of our listeners are the answer to this, do you get more if you can deliver the goods like this guy's? If you can go in and be like, <laughs> you're not just hiring a sign flipper. Any any dipshit can, can <laughs> hold a fucking wooden arrow that advertises these condos. I'm giving you the flips. I'm giving you yeah. the car wheels. Right, like they call the low end guys. Like that guy's just a flipper. You yeah. know what he is. Yeah. You know, I mean he's. He's not a little hip no, no. shuffle. No, no, bring in, bring in Brian. Yeah, yeah. Bring we're talking Brian. about a movie scene. Like, imagine that you're a guy and you pay a kid to do this, but then you drive by this kid and you're like, and then you go and ream the kid yeah. you've hired. You're just standing. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder no business is coming in. Oh my god! And I was proud I'm of myself. I mean, they can't make that much money, but if you're doing that shit, I know. Do you then demand like you thirty bucks an hour for the because entire... people are going to stop? And watch me, motherfucker. I mean, it got my attention. Better than any billboard. You fucking filmed it from the gym. I, yeah. What I, other advertising have you ever filmed from another location? No, for sure. And I was proud of myself because my first reaction when I see shit like that was like, God, like huge <laughs> eye roll. Fuck this kid. And then I just fell in love with him. And now I'm really a bit, huge fan of this guy. Yeah, yeah. If you I, see him again... You sh- we should like chat with him. I feel like is the it, mystery might be better than the yeah. Reality. Interview Probably. was like that movie scene where somebody comes in and they're like, "So we start you off at thirteen dollars an hour." No, 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 you're gonna pay me eighteen an hour. Yeah, and they're like, "I'd <laughs> never what? pay anybody." Get the hell out of my office. And he All backflips right. out. And wait, wait, wait! Goes in front of the door as he leaves, <laughs> and then he just fucking dude. He's the, you have to every, you have, every time have he would start that. anew because you could see he was doing routines, and every time he'd start anew, he would do a couple like shuffle steps, like the way somebody enters like, like break a break dancing. Dance. Break yeah, he would do a couple of those, and then he would just go for it, and I loved it. I, uh, loved it. I wonder what music he was listening to. I have so so many uh, questions about that's this. That's what dude. I'm saying. I I want that I want that bonus. Content. So I'll tell you what, I'm grateful for this kid. All right, wow. I'm grateful for him. It's good to know he's out there. Yeah, man. All right, third gratitude This one's it's an obvious one. That's probably one that you two would guess. Uh, I'm grateful Board for... Board games. Board games. Close, close. Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> which, <laughs> it's like been so... I've, I played it... I was he not allowed to no play... no obvious ones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't guess. He said board games. 
No, it's been great. Like I wasn't allowed to play it as a kid because my mom thought it made people kill themselves. It was like satanic. <laughs> yeah, in your mom's eyes. Uh, apparently, there's like a Tom Hanks movie in the '80s where a guy like kills himself because he's obsessed with a game that's like Dungeons Dragons, and mm-hmm. apparently that Tom Hanks movie bled into popular. Uh, cultured so that moms everywhere were forbidding their kids from playing Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it is true. It will kill you, but it, it's later on when the lung cancer from jarmed <laughs> cigarettes, uh, when the clove cigarettes actually take hold. Right. Ben's yeah. right about that. I told you not to bring up my clove habit. <laughs> <laughs> but it smells great in here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been great. And I mean, it's fun to play it. It's something that Amelia loves doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like probably the first activity. We have other activities that we share interest in. But this one, we are both like deep in nerd level. We're sitting around reading our Dungeons Dragons books. We go to the hobby shop. We're just like the two fucking king dorks in this hobby shop walking around. And is trying not to drink having an activity that's like pairs perfectly with not drinking. Like anyone who drinks while they're playing Dungeons Dragons, it's just not as good. They're like, their brain isn't firing as quickly, they're not making up cool shit, more than likely. Maybe there's some exceptions. But it's an activity that rewards a, a sober brain, like I- improvising anything. You're improvising a shitload of stuff while you're playing, and it rewards you for like not drinking. So like spending hours and hours and hours doing that, it's like you don't, you know, it's it's a great like sober activity, mm-hmm. which I would recommend to well, anybody. That's, I, but I think Bukowski, who was an avid d and <laughs> I'm not a lot but he of sucked at it, dude. He, but he sucked. Uh, one of the most prolific <laughs> DMs of our generation. Not many. You're people. in a tavern every time. <laughs> I feel well, like the tavern Kowski. setting is overused. <laughs> Bukes. It's pretty bleak. Yeah. <laughs> it's all bleak. There's a bar wench. She's all right for tonight. Bukowski <laughs> <laughs> as a DM would be hilarious. <laughs> that should be a whole new account. Bukowski oh, playing Dungeons man. and Dragons. Yeah, oh, just these god. bleak career yeah. mead alcoholics. Oh my god! Another so horn of your strongest ale. <laughs> Are you we going to go anywhere in this adventure? Or does the whole thing take place in the tavern? You encounter a fellow postman. He removes a small <laughs> knife, but he's too drunk to wield it. <laughs> That's <laughs> one of the funniest things ever. Oh, shit. Uh, Bukowski. He was DM. The prolific DM. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That I, I make fun of the Dungeons & Dragons thing. I, I mean, I played it constantly when I was in middle school. And even in early high school, I would say. probably Yeah, high school. And uh, we played it. I mean, the longest campaign, I think we played one time for like... 25 hours straight or 24 hours we sat in my my buddy's basement and just played this campaign trying to level our characters up as much as possible and i had macros an 18th level mage and uh he did pretty well for me for a while until we played seven hours yesterday really yeah christ it's it that's the thing you lose time very quickly oh even the smallest things can take forever because you can do anything right people are like I'm going to go over here and chop down a, a flower. It's like, okay, well, we're waiting for you to do that. When we all lived in L.A., when we were at Studio City, Katie would play with Morgan and John Michael Bond and Jordan Dahl and Andy Sell, and they'd play at our house. And so I'd hear them in the living room, and I would literally pick up my lap. I'd, like, walk out to get my laptop <laughs> and go watch the Rockies game in another room. It was like, <laughs> sports nerds, <laughs> the older sibling. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, still it, out it, here. It, and I lost interest in it some, somewhere along the When you the started road. having sex. <laughs> yeah. 
That is that does seem to be an eerie but I've similarity been between a lot for of a long time to use the D and D to get access to sex. And for some reason it wasn't working. Interesting. And you changed tactics. Yeah, yeah. And I it just, happened. I started skateboarding and playing in bands and Hack. <laughs> it's a really good one and I get the appeal of it. No, for sure. It's a creative and, fun game. Bukowski as a DM should be. <laughs> that's a new. That's another. We'll idea. do that as the in the page. That's the Patreon. new boy crazy. Yeah. He would add sex with a fence knot if he could. <laughs> if he could get it up. You failed that attack roll due to the whiskey diarrhea. <laughs> that dropped you to your knees, <laughs> causing you to curse the heavens. A uh, beam of sunlight <laughs> peeks through the blinders. <laughs> <laughs> rendering you incapacitated <laughs> for a day and a half. But now you just have to sit there for a full day yeah. and a half in yep. the campaign. Because of the light. Getting drunk. Sunlight. Yeah. And you're, yeah, you're depressed because your first girlfriend was hit by a car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love this game. Holy shit. Our Husky D&D is fucking great. Okay. <laughs> My last, it seems... Silly, I am thankful for the combination of scrambled eggs, <laughs> fresh spinach, and a fresh avocado. Wow. This is another fucking product placement for IHOP. We told you, you have to share that money Their with Their health us. scrambles you are to, to die for. You have to share that They're fucking to, money with Just us. hear me out. withholds it from us. Listen, hear me out. They're new. They're new. <laughs> Their new slogan, Fresh it's AMs. to live for. Now, how funny is that? They you come to in an IHOP after two and a half days. Some asshole's got spinach and avocado in front of you. You kick it to the street, have a cigarette and a piece of bacon. I eat this every morning. Put a little Frank's Red Hot on it. I was eating it, and I was like this. I love this. Like... <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. This is nice. We're appreciating the small things. I was saying to Crystal, we always do that thing. Island, like, what, what's the food you would eat every day if you could? That. I would eat That's that. That's a good meal. It's got your greens, your fats, yeah, healthy fats, I, protein. I, yeah. And, and I, ah, man, do I fucking love that. That's what I have for breakfast. I have a similar every almost everyday breakfast meal. It's fried tater tots that I smash. <laughs> Sausage, <laughs> eggs, and cheese, and I make breakfast tacos. Not quite as healthy. But <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it is, but that's what... Will you have that every almost every morning? I probably would, yeah. What do you have this know. morning? Uh, I had egg sandwiches on English muffin. What, what, are you, what are you... You're a cereal guy, right, Adam? Yeah, most, but at but night, most he morning, likes a cereal at night. Yeah, most mornings I do like granola and yogurt and berries. Raspberries, oh, really? blueberries. It's like a little parfait. I make myself a little parfait. That's, honey, put some honey in there. Is that like your? That's my standard. That's breakfast. your standard breakfast. Yeah, because I know whenever I used to come to your house, you always had cereal. Oh, we have some. I always have cereal. I have cereal at night, like you said. I eat cereal. That's, at night. that's your night snack. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or if like I don't have shit around for lunch, it's like all right, cereal for lunch. Like my parents are out of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Home alone. Yep. Exactly. Your baby's crying upstairs. <laughs> Not another goddamn bowl of frosted flakes again. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah I, good, I. It's good I, to recognize like, a simple. Uh, I could eat that every day. It's a good combination. Do not, and if anybody's going to try it, don't put the spinach in like an omelet. Leave it fresh and cold and crunchy. 
and then you put the warm eggs and then you get the kind of room temperature avocado. Oh, that's the best stuff. I could eat that all the time and I'm thankful for that. Fuck Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. What's your last one? Uh, It was the thing that happened to me which is kind of serious but it's like too crazy to not share. So I, I did a gig for Colorado Health Institute. They had me in to talk about uh, mental illness and stuff. And it was like a lot of policymakers, like government people. I was nervous about it. But I did a little bit of my show, my one-man show about my losing my sister to suicide and all that stuff. Afterwards, they had me sign books that they had bought. It was very nice. People were lining up to, to get the book signed. One man came up to me and said that his sister is schizophrenic, has been dealing with her for years. She, he doesn't even talk to her. It's been so frustrating. But because of my performance, he's going to call her. And I was like, well, that's awesome. And then he got out of line, and I was like, that's cool. And then he kept back in line. He's like, I called her. We're going to get together. And he like got a book for her and got it signed. And I was like, I th- there's been a lot of weird, weird, humbling moments with this one-man show. When you start talking about shit that's serious, it's like people want to share with you. But that was like a home alone moment. He told the neighbor, call your family. And he totally did, and they reunited, or they're going to reunite. So that was like a stop, and like, and and I I don't want to take this podcast in a weird direction, but with a lot of the Lydia stuff, people come up to me after I do my show, and they share all these things, and I don't feel it at all. I'm just like, I'm sorry you suffered. I say the right things, but it doesn't like hit me. And that one hit me. I was like, oh fuck, this guy just like chose to reengage with his mentally ill sister after 20 minutes of my stuff. So. That was like I'm. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for them that he's got. I can't an attempt at, at getting I, back with his sister or whatever. I can't. Uh, I don't think anybody will ever be able to quantify exactly how much what you're doing is doing for people. And I know for myself, we were all close to Lydia. Yeah, and, uh, and it can't be easy to do a show. That is that personal, and then have people come up and be like, "Tear their hearts." Let me just tell you, yeah, they they unload so much shit on you afterwards, and and you'd be rude to complain about that because I just gave them my soul, yeah, and they've gone through something like that, and they're like, "I want to share, I want to share," but it is a lot because you know there's one of you and there's a hundred of them in the room, and a lot of them want to tell you this heavy crap, so it's a lot to take on. But that one, so so it just kind of becomes white noise, but that one like got through for sure, and that and like. It sounds cheesy to be like, I'm making a difference. I hate that shit. I never set out to do this show. It's more for me than anything else. Yeah, but it was like, catharsis. Catharsic for me. But that one, I was like, fuck, that, that really got to that dude. Yeah. So I'm like happy for him and his sister. I uh, I mean, I, cool. it's got to me when I saw it, you know, and we've talked about that when we all had an experience when we watched you perform and when we watched you tell, we, reading the book and watched you tell this story, um, I it... Uh, it's had a profound effect on me and I don't have a sibling that is yeah. struggling in that manner. And I, so I can only imagine when somebody goes there to like, and then they see their own family in that. Like, I, I wonder that had to have been hard for that person. To yeah. Do. Uh, I'm sure it was very hard for him. And that's why I like got through, like I said, there's a lot of things that I don't talk about where people share shit like that, but that one was very profound. And I was genuinely grateful for that. In yeah, that, in that moment, I was like, "This That's, is great. Good for you, dude." I think uh, uh, it's. I know we both talked about this. I know personally, talking about sobriety, the amount of people that unload their sad sobriety stories on me in private messages or in person, sure, or want man. me to help them, and and you, yeah, there's this weird feeling of like, 
I, that's not why I did this. I'm not a therapist. Right. Like right. I'm, this is my therapy. Like, exactly. And almost like what I had to give was talking about it. Yeah. I don't have any little secret nuggets for you yeah. that I can give you on the side. I, do, I don't. But, um, but simply talking is right. Just, just good. being, letting them say what they have to say and hearing them is all. Yeah. All yeah. You can yeah. Do. Dude. Um, but that was one that like got through to me. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, thank you for telling me. And like I said, it was like home alone. It's like you tear up when the old man with the shovel sees his family on Christmas morning. You're like, all right. It felt like, it felt like that for me. I want to add one more um, as a cap that related to this. Are you trying and, to out? Adam just no, had no, such no. a good one. No, no, no. He's no. like, I did a show. <laughs> no. And a person and there's came a winner, up to me. there's a winner, it's dogs. <laughs> and, and he said that he was going to call his uh, oh strange story. I feel like you're just fabricating. <laughs> no, I'm not. He said ben, I did let a bit. the moment be. It doesn't have to be a competition. This. I, okay, I, I, I like, I'm, I, I wrote down that I'm grateful that this is becoming whatever it is becoming. Yeah, man. And I and I think it relates to this because I you were like I don't want to bring the mood no bring it wherever like I I we're always gonna come back I'm sure to laughing about of course, something of but course. but I I'm I'm grateful that this is becoming that that it can be whatever it is going to be whatever tone it takes because honestly I didn't know where this doing these gratitude I knew you'd come around <laughs> it's like ratatouille but plural no yeah. no I don't I don't I'm not into it still yeah. but but no. uh, I like knowing that it keeps your eyes open for things and for fodder for this or for thoughts that yeah. relate to challenges and ideas because that's certainly profound. Well, thanks, and, man. I, yeah. I had one that I will share as a good closer. I was grateful to Orvidal for hosting all the fucking time because I, I wrote that down when we left after the first one because I don't want to do this. I don't don't want you guys in my house. I'm not as gregarious an entertainer. I don't like it as much, but Andrew always has snacks and make me coffee, and I appreciate you hosting us every time. Dude, hell yeah. It's funny, Ron and I were talking about being late to the podcast, and I was like feeling smug that I was never late, and then I had to remind myself, it's at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Will Will you continue it? I might. I might jot things down when I see them. I don't know why, but it, I, you, they can turn into bits, or I don't know. It feels, yeah. it feels like a good option. I have one to, to add. This was actually on my classic list back when I had the fridge list before I caused a big rift in my Russia. Mm. You know who was on that list? Ron Doyle. I think he may have also been above my girlfriend on that list. Uh, not only for Ron's help with the... <laughs> could have also been one of the sore spots. Uh, Ball but she boy Ron Doyle? Uh, but no, Ron, uh, not only with this podcast, he helps out with so many. I know. I texted Ron when we left he's after this He's just a one. hero. I texted him a gratitude. I said, thanks for doing all you do. And he's like, you're cheating on the podcast Of the Denver, <laughs> of the Denver uh, creative scene. So you know what's funny? I feel nothing for Really? <laughs> nothing at all? I don't have any... No, I. I appreciate I your honesty. No. It's pretty. Uh, I mean, I'm indifferent. Mm, you know, you could have just played it. along just I to be it. nice in the moment. I mean, I know. I'm honestly thinking, had I been born without human contact, mm-hmm. I probably well, wouldn't have gained any weight. Here we go. Anyway. Here you know we go I mean? He touched me. I don't know that he. This has been the Gratitudes <laughs> episode of the Grolic Saves the World. We hope that you are grateful for things in your life, and you, you could share them with appreciate us. Appreciate, and you can send them to us if you have like. You know what I'm grateful for? We won't for? be as mean the sound about of yours Canadian as we were. Honking, and I'll be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll listen to us some more comedy, and then we'll, uh, we'll tell you what we're doing for the next episode after this. Do you guys like Trader Joe's? Real fun segue there. Um, love Joe's. Big Joe's head. We don't have it in Canada. I get very excited. Cashing out in LA. I see the one cashier waving me down. I'm like, he's learning. <laughs> I don't know how things work. 
And I walk up, and he's like, so? I'm like, so? Again, don't know how to flirt. And he grabs a giant tub of feta I'm buying, scans it. He's like, you, uh? I'm like, am I what? He's like, are you uh, making that dip again? My reaction is that. I'm like, excuse me? He's like, the dip. Are you making it again? I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now, buddy. I'm like, are you still talking to me? This is fucked up. He's like, you came in here a year ago. This is real. And told me all about this lentil, feta, and bruschetta dip. I make it at every party. I'm like, are you sucking the inside of my ass right now, sir? What the hell's going on? I've lived in LA for four years now, haven't been recognized once. The only time a man remembered my face was over a dip recipe that I forced him to listen to at Trader Joe's. I'm like, I'm meeting men terribly wrong in the city. It's gonna start finding open Facebook events and making a vat of dip and showing up like, you boys hungry? It's a public event, thought I'd stop by. Found this barrel down by the LA River, turns out a lot of dip fits inside here. Slaved over it all night. If the joke isn't funny, the barrel work is though. Am I, t- am I right? Like, it's like, it's like the bit sucks, but the barrel work, A plus barrel work, I'll tell you that. Big barrel work in Canada. That's how we all get started. Your first audition, they roll one out. You're like, okay, here we go. Holy shit. Steph Taleb is so goddamn funny. What a oh my monster. Gosh. So good. I, I'm so glad she came out. Steph, we had a blast with you. It was fun going to spells, drinking Coors Banquet beers, watching Ben do his thing back when we could go out. And this would normally be the time when I'd plug the live show. But as I said, we can't go out. We're quarantined, we're staying safe, we're doing our part, so we hope you are as well. So if you just want some Grolix content, we all got albums, go listen to them, enjoy our comedy, and stay safe out there, guys. Uh, Real quick, we want to plug our Patreon. If you already support us on there, thanks a million. If you want to check it out, we've got all kinds of cool bonus stuff on there. We even have video footage of the last episode's jujitsu battle. If you want to see what all of the Huffing and puffing was about. Check or it not, out. Or not. You just could not watch no. that as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've got to go watch it. <laughs> Check it out. Patreon.com slash Grolic Saves. That's right. And you can also listen and subscribe to this podcast for free anywhere that you get your podcasts. Be sure to do that. Also, rate and review this. And feel free to follow us on Twitter at Grolix Comedy. This is also the point where I thank Mike Henderson for his help recording the live show, but that didn't happen. So, Mike, no thanks. But just stay safe out there. And to Bat Boy Ron Doyle, thanks for producing these episodes, buddy. Hey, can I get the keys to the batter's box? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. We have fun. (laughs) We have fun on the podcast. As always, our theme music is brought to you by that incredibly talented Charlie Continental. And I have to tease up the next challenge because just just everybody everybody sit down and shut the fuck up. Because I'm being serious. (laughs) I'm not going to reveal how. I'm not going to reveal why. But for next week's episode, we watch all nine Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, Andrew, fire up that Hemi. Turn that Hemi on. Hit the Nas and join the FNFU, the Fast and the Furious universe, because we watched all nine fucking films. And if you want to follow the academic breakdown that we do in next episode, why don't you start watching those movies right now? You got nothing else to do. Sit at home. 
flatten the Don't curve. Get left watch in Fast life's and the Furious. Rear view mirror. Catch up. <laughs> I'm telling you, you all have to do this so that when we go through it, you can laugh with us. Listen to Adam, follow along, and that's it. I, I this is honestly my favorite part of every show. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's when I get to say, play us out, Charlie.